You have tuned into the Hot Takes Podcast with Lawrence Henderson, aka Boss, and special guest. Be ready to be inspired, encouraged, and ready to take action. <laughs> All right, appreciate it. Well, how's it going, everyone? This is Lawrence Henderson once again with the Hot Takes Podcast, where we always are humble, open, and transparent. And today I have a special treat. I have my buddy, my brother, my friend, Jason Young, who is going to drop some nuggets and dynamite bombs on you today with our topic. But before we do that, I'm going to let Jason introduce himself because he's doing some awesome things out in this world. Lawrence, that's quite an intro. I'm not sure I can live up to that. We'll see, though. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm Jason Young, founder of Ballistic Coaching. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a husband, a father of four. I'm a special needs dad. Uh, I've, I've been in business for myself for 12 years and now doing the coaching thing as well. And, um, and, and you and I met doing our coaching training. We yeah. just put in so many hours, hundreds of hours of, of getting to where we are in the coaching journey now. And sure. uh, it's so great to see uh, where you are now. And I'm glad we can link up today. So, so yeah. let's get down to it. Yeah, man. Well, um, as you know, again, our thing is to check in on each other and text. And when you text me yesterday and you made a statement, and I, I think you don't even realize you just be dropping this, these bombs off. And you just made a comment about pushing past shadows and then adding on kind of a living with intention, living with purpose. But I want you to go deeper on that. What is pushing past shadows and living with purpose, living with intention? Like maybe break them up and, and go for yeah. it, man. So all of the coaching clients I work with and just, you know, the people I, I care about the most in my life, my family, my friends, my coworkers, um, you know, I try to help them figure out what their core values are in life and what's really important to them. And usually when somebody is really stressed, they are not living up to their core values in some way. And so, uh, you know, that stress is, is can usually be uh, identified on an energy assessment. So uh, you and I both know about the energy uh, assessments where we can find areas in people's life that really um, is causing a lot of stress and, and anxiety and just negative emotions and energy in their life. So we kind of overlay that uh, energy assessment on top of their core values assessment and figure out where in their life they're not living up to their core values. And, wow. and then we start looking for uh, the, the reason for that. And, and yeah. a lot of times it comes down to a gremlin. Uh, and and if, if you don't know what a gremlin is, it's just basically that inner voice inside your head saying that you can't do something. You're not good enough to do something. That's not you. And that voice, that, that gremlin, that demon uh, it keeps a lot of people living in the shadow of their true self. Wow. And so um, when I texted that to you, I, I was just impressed with everything I'd seen from you during all of this, uh, these troubling times we're having uh, in the world right now with the, uh, with the pandemic and, uh, how you've just really embraced all of that. And you're yeah. refusing to live in the shadow of the, of the real Lawrence. So you, you yeah. are embodying Lawrence and I love it. I love every minute of it. So I'm tuned in to you, brother. And uh, I appreciate I'm, you, man. I'm really proud of where you are. Yeah, uh, man. But, and what, one of the things that jumped out at me is, um, when you really talk about living from your values and living from the things that serve you, um, I, I want, 
I, they always, people always hear me talk about values. My wife is sick and tired of me talking about values um, because I always tell people we, it starts there. And, and if you're not clear on the principles you stand upon, then how can you be clear about anything else? But for those of, of, of those people out there that are still kind of, you know, I'm, I feel passionate about things right. uh, versus living with a full intention and really after those things that serving you, like help people understand like how important it is to, to live and connect to things that are serving you. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great area to talk about. Um, you said passion. And, and for a lot of people, passion is a source of um, ultimately, um, it, it's an, it can be another one of those areas where it's stressful mm -hmm. uh, because passion comes and goes. Yeah. Motivation comes and goes. Uh, but self-determination, you know, that drive inside you to do what's really important to you, that you're convinced no matter what, I'm going to die doing this because it is the right thing to do. Yeah. That kind of thing is what keeps you going. Wow. Uh, so passion and, and motivation, they come and go uh, with the wind. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could, I wish I could claim that as a great thought of my own, but uh, you know, as an Alabama fan, I'm uh, I'm a big <laughs> fan of Nick Saban. And I heard him talk about how motivation comes and goes, but if you've got the self-determination to do what's right and do what's uh, do what you have to do in the very next step, don't worry about, you know, the, the, the scoreboard, don't worry about the season, don't worry about national championship, don't worry about your career. Worry about the very next thing that you have control over yeah. and, and be determined to do that right. And then once you do that, worry about the next thing and the next thing. And then it starts building this foundation of success and, uh, and ultimately happiness is really yeah. what it boils down to uh, and fulfillment in your life. So, you know, that's kind of where I was banging around with that, that text I sent you yesterday. And I'm glad it resonated with you. No, man. And, and again, just that statement in and of itself, um, just talking about that, that very next step. I'm, I'm a huge movie buff, man. And uh, anybody knows me and my brother, we love um, Rocky and, and now Creed. And I love Creed one where he's, he's training to, to the fight that championship fight. And Rocky's like, look, slow down. It's like it's one, one punch at a time, one step at a time. One, and it just kept repeating. It's one step at a time, one punch at a time. It's, and now I think in life, but because um, I say social media is the best and worst thing that's ever happened to us as a society, um, because it it gives us and gives us a glimpse into what can be, but it gives us a glimpse into where we're not. If you allow those gremlins, as you alluded to, to feed on you, um, and you begin to, to exercise and, and allow that negative talk to rule in your life, and I really I really love how you just. Again, it's again, it's the one ele eating elephant one bite at a time yeah. kind of mindset that you have. But I think when you when you grant, get that granular and you get down to the nitty gritty of like, all right, what does one bite look like? What does one step look like? What does that next step look like? I think it makes it palatable for people. And it also gives them an opportunity to like, you know what? I actually can create these series of small wins for myself um, that, yeah. I can do that, right? And I think that that's really what you've seen with myself is, again, I'm nowhere close to what I wrote down on paper, but at least I started, right? Right? Like I started in that direction and, and, I, and I thank you for being who you are to me and doing those little quick check-ins. Like you don't know what that means. And like a quick check-in from you reminds me of all the other conversations we've had 
And I would tell you in this season of anxiety, this season of the unknown, what are things you've done to make sure that your shadows don't rule in your life? Oh man. Um, it's a, it's a temptation to let those shadows rule every day, Mm -hmm. but you you have to have that self-determination to to be able to fight it off. But, you know, um, if you know anything about me, uh, lately, especially I've, I've really embraced the stoic philosophy, uh, towards life. And I'm, I'm reminded of, of, uh, Epictetus or, um, how he, and this is paraphrasing, but basically he says it's it's not really what happens to you that matters. It's your view of it and how you how you take it in, um, and how you process it and what you do because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, going back to what you said, you know, eating an elephant one bite at a time, you know, it's how did we get here? We dug ourselves a hole. You know, if if we're in a bad spot, we didn't just fall in the hole. We dug it one wow. shovel at a time. Yeah. And so how are we going to get out of this? Well, well, one shovel at a time. And so, you know, we're, we're going to have to work our way out of this. So every day taking a little bit of time to do that, uh, that work on yourself, that self-mastery, the taking a little bit, of, if you're a person of faith, a few moments of prayer, meditation, um, you know, if, if you, uh, oh my gosh, this next one, um, taking the time to take care of your physical body, Mm-hmm. getting a sufficient sleep, good nutrition, lots of water, um, getting some exercise and, and, you know, just getting some sunlight and things like that. That sets your, your mind up, your, your psychology uh, gets, uh, it gets put in a better spot uh, because you're taking care of your, your physical body. So uh, all of it kind of plays together. And, uh, you know, it's really going back to that. It's not really what happens to you. You know, those things are out of your control. Just focus on the things that are in your control. So, um, you know, what can you do? And I just determined at the, the beginning of this pandemic, you know, stay at home order kind of stuff that I was not going to be a couch potato and play video games and, you know, uh, just waste this time. Yeah, I'm going to use it to draw closer to my family, build uh, stronger bridges to my, my wife and children and connections to them. And I'm going to check in on the people that I really care about and make sure they know I care about them. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to learn more. I'm going to read more. I'm going to work more. I'm going to, I'm going to solve bigger problems. Uh, and so far it's worked out really well. I mean, every few days I still have to, you know, take a crash on the couch and get a nap in or something, but, but you, you know, controlling the things that you can control, um, and only concerning yourselves with those is huge. Man. Uh, you, so the big, the biggest thing that, and you said a ton there, and, and I hope the listeners and the viewers like they, like are got their notepad out and their pencils out. But the biggest thing that you said was was about to me, is making sure you're doing things not only to check in, but building towards coming out of this not just as you were when you went into it, but better. And, and I really believe the, the residual effects of people taking action in this moment and being intentional about how they're developing, about how they're engaging, how they're checking in. I believe this is creating a next normal, which almost looks something like old school family. 
of how people led from their personal mission statements. And then if they were a part of organizations who mission statements weren't in alignment, making conscious decisions to be like, you know what? I actually learned how to love me again. Yeah. I actually learned how to love my family again in this pandemic. And you know what? I just don't fit here anymore. I gotta yeah. go. Wow. And and I think if leaders aren't being proactive the way that you're saying and making sure they're leveling up to be prepared for people that are about to make these conscious, very thought out positions because all we've had is time yeah. to think about what's really important to us. And I told somebody the other day, I said, this is really flushing out what's important to people. Right. If you're allowing yourself that headspace to be still, to be quiet and sit with it, you're like, man, that really wasn't that important. Like, and, and so for you as a business owner, as a leader of people and in, in doing your check-ins, what are some of the things that you're discovering? Well, whenever things go off the rails um, and, and don't end up like you thought they would, or they take a turn in a direction you didn't expect, um, you have to look at that as an opportunity to try something different. Mm -hmm. And so my entire crew has been working from home. This is something that we've, um, you know, we've, we've known we could do that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. If somebody's, if somebody's sick, uh, you know, just a head cold or something like that, we let them work from home until they feel better. We don't want them bringing that into the office, but mm -hmm. literally 100% of our workforce, including me has been working remote. And while there are lots of things that I miss about um, having everyone nearby and, and just being able to pop into a meeting or, mm -hmm. you know, um, stand in somebody's door and check in on their family, that kind of thing. It has caused me to be uh, much more intentional about reaching out and trying to connect with people. And uh, rather than just depending on um, the space or the, uh, the nearness of someone. And so it's kind of been an internal change for me as well. It's like I'm being much more proactive and I, I kind of went off the rails from your, your, uh, your question there, but oh, no, we'll basically, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it, it all comes to the, to the, that stoic philosophy again, that, um, I, and I think I sent this to you as a, as a text one time too, but whatever is impeding the path forward, that's what you need to go after. You need to attack that. You need to focus on that. That's the way forward, not trying to ignore it or try to go a different direction or whatever it is, whatever's standing between you and where you want to be, man, you've got to own that. You've got to go after it. You've got to tear it down and you got to move forward. That's the way forward. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of been a fundamental shift in how we do business, how we wow. relate to each other in an interpersonal way. And then just forces us to, um, you know, you could go all day without talking yeah. to another person if you're not intentional about it. And you keep doing that day after day. Now you start getting lonely. Now you start getting disconnected, that kind of thing. So we, um, it has taught me to be uh, more of a people person. Yeah. I'm naturally a, a, a more introverted person, but this has kind of been a, a growing experience for me in that way. So that's I don't right. know if I answered your question, but that's, that's no. kind of what I've taken away. Dude, that's, that's, and again, it, when we start talking about, you know, living with intention, I think that in and of itself, and, and the part of, for me is, I, again, why I think we're going back to a, 
it takes a village mentality because I mean, talking about introverts and extroverts and all the rest of that stuff, I mean, that's that's last 20 year business talk and right. personality assessments and all the rest of that stuff, where before they were talking about servant leadership. They weren't talking about personality styles. They were talking about how do you model being the best leaders or the best servants? And and again, you can't be a servant from the sideline. Like right. You actually got to be in the game. And, yeah. and I really believe where you were going and I love the, the beautiful approach that you took to you no longer have the luxury to bypass obstacles like you have to reframe and look at obstacles like opportunity because why is it an obstacle in the first place that's mentally spiritually emotionally fit whatever it is and however it's showing up right. this this time has given us a mandate to address what we see as obstacle and then okay are we now defining it refining what we how we're seeing it or we're repurposing some information to to now treat it as it should be and see it for what it really is and i really think when you talked earlier about you know pushing through those shadows i think there was a it was a clarifying moment for you to really call things as they were and then address them Right. Okay, we're not talking about push past just the hurt and the harm without doing some actual real self-awareness and self-management work. No, that's totally like we're we're saying go do that work because that's that's the real sweat equity is when you know why a thing is a thing in your life and you can put some framework around it. You know how you have a plan of attack to to go through the thing, not skip it jump over it push it to the side or have somebody help you with it for later um but i think that's the real reason why we got into coaching and so what is what is your approach to uh what's coach jason's approach to, to helping people um kind of attack these obstacles well you know coaching is not therapy uh yeah. so if there's if there's some kind of underlying um you know, emotional scar or something like that. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't even address that. I, you know, my wife is a therapist and that's why I'm, I had to come back up to the office to do this uh, because yeah. she's on a therapy session right now and HIPAA yeah. laws and all that. I can't be in the room, all that. Exactly. Kind of but um, there's value in that. But, uh, but when it comes to things that coaches can address, yeah. um, you know, it, it, to, for me, it really comes back down to what's important for you Mm -hmm. um, what's standing in the way. Okay. Now let's figure out why that thing is standing in the way. Yeah. And a lot of times it goes back to what I was talking about that, that gremlin, there's this voice. So to bring it personal to me, um, so that I don't, I don't just talk in generalities. I'll talk mm -hmm. to you about the shadow of me. Shadow okay. of me is the background character. He doesn't want to step out into the limelight. He doesn't want to go on the, the podcasts and talk about these things. He's, he's the background character. He makes all the other stuff happen for his clients and, mm -hmm. you know, doesn't get any credit, doesn't want any credit, all that kind of stuff. Um, but that, that gremlin for me is, um, well, you don't really have anything to say or um, you're too young or you're too inexperienced or you never worked here. Or, you never did that. You don't have a degree in this. Uh, who would want to listen to you? You don't know how to use this technology. All these things that, that, that can speak to me. And I just have to say, 
part of uh, one of my values is investing in other people. And because of this pandemic now, I'm no longer, um, I'm no longer scared or reluctant or whatever to get on a web conference and talk. You know, it has, it has removed that barrier of infamiliarity or uh, just getting out of my comfort zone or those kind of things. So, I mean, a lot of times things can be overcome just by doing them. Yeah. Just do it. We're adults here. Try it. Do it. Yeah. Stop yeah. making excuses. You just have to own it at some point. And so that's, that's the junk that I had to own to be able to come do something like this today is yeah. to refuse to live in that shadow and be the background character of myself and step into the person that I know that I can be. Yeah. And, and that's where the most value is. That's where the most uh, fulfillment in my life is. It's where the most value for other people around me is, is when yeah. I'm truly living according to myself and not being just a shadow of who I'm supposed to be. Man, that is, that's, so, so as you were saying that, man, I, I was thinking about, and people always say, what, what would you as an adult say to your younger self? But I like to ask people, what would your younger self say to you now? Right. And, and my younger self would, would in some cases call me a punk. Like, it'd be like, you are, wow. Like, you're afraid to do what? Like, we did, like, you don't remember us throwing ourselves out of a perfectly good airplane during airborne school? Like, you, you don't remember us going on three hour foot patrols in Iraq and, and those little tink sounds on an up armored vehicle being bullets. Like you don't remember that stuff. And like, and you're afraid to do a video yeah. call. Like, are you kidding me? Right. And so I, th I think for a lot of us, just those moments of check-in, right. Of, okay, stop, stop. Right. And that pause and, and just to allude to your point of, that self-talk if we allow it to be louder than who we've been in the actual truth in our lives um it could become very very paralyzing and, and i've taught i've had several clients who when you go through their resume it is i mean some of the most amazing accomplishments but right. the but the things that they're allowing to let rule are is it only in their head with no other commentary or truth to it or anything. And it's amazing how these perceptions of ourselves, we can really create a finite reality. And, and, uh, and, I'm, and I love what you said about just, just going out and doing it, right? It can begin to change the narrative. And we, I believe we all have to get to that point. And I would say if you had somebody in front of you, what's, What's one thing that they could do, one tangible thing that they could do today to begin moving uh, themselves past, past what potentially is a shadow for them? Well, you know, it's, it's, hard, to, um, it's hard to point out just one thing. There's so many areas where we can work, uh, but a life mantra. And so I'll kind of bring it back to me yep. a little more so that, so that I can take it in a, a direction. Um, one of, pretty much my life mantra has been, I already have everything I need to be happy. It's already there. We just gotta, we've got to uncover it. And how are we going to uncover it? We're going to try different things. Yeah. So, um, you know, what's the worst that could happen? That's another stoic philosophy. You think mm -hmm. through what could be the worst possible outcome. 
and you think how you would respond to that and, and what would change and all of that. And then you think, you know, what are some of the great things that could happen because of it? And yeah. usually it's somewhere way on closer to that end of the spectrum than the worst. And so just, uh, just naming the worst that could happen and agreeing with yourself that, okay, that's really not that bad. Um, and, and just giving you just enough confidence to take that first step, because that's what we're doing here. We're eating this elephant one bite at a time. All we got to do is pick up the spoon at first. Yeah. Then we got to, then we got to, we got to, we got to get some elephant on the spoon and then we got to chew it and then we got to eat it and then we got to do it all over again. So these are tiny little steps that we can take. So what I just identify the one tiny little step that you can take in this moment, not just today, not this week, this moment right now, what is the one thing that you can do to step from your shadow and into who you really are? Man, there you go, folks. That's my guy, Jason Young. He, I told you he was going to be dropping dimes, dropping nuggets, and and guess what? Y'all didn't even have to pay him for that. Man, he, oh, man, next time you got to pay. That that was your free consultation. You just listen to it. If you're going to reach out to Jason, you full-blown, you're entering into a package. That's what we're doing. But uh, but no, man, Jason, I, I appreciate you just dropping in on us and, and just giving of yourself and your gifts, your talents. And, man, you are a, a beautiful mind. And, and a strategic leader um, and a bit even better friend um, and accountability partner. And so I thank you for, for being on this podcast, this video uh, broadcast today. And um, tell, tell people how they can find you, man. Yeah, so, um, you know, part of me stepping out of, out of my shadow and into who I truly am has been actually, you know, not just running the business that I run, but, but going ahead and, and, and um, embracing Jason as a coach. So you can, you can reach me at uh, ballisticcoaching.com or on Instagram at ballisticcoaching. And uh, those two ways you can, you can find me, get in touch with me. If you want to learn more, I'd be happy to help. And um, man, I just really appreciate you having me on the podcast today. It's so good to see your face again too, after all that we've been through in the last few weeks. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure, man. And again, reach out to Jason. Uh, you will not regret it and only you'll only regret it if you don't um, and you're looking for a partner to bridge the gap between where you are and where you desire to be in your organization so until next time folks uh, be well and continue to connect the dots thank you for tuning in to today's episode and remember actions over ideas always win be on the lookout for more episodes coming soon.